Hello and welcome to this podcast, Tweens to Teens Real Girl Christian Talk. I am your coach and your mentor, Mel, and I'm so glad that you're here. And always remember, if you have any questions of anything, you can always email me at fosteringtheinnerchild at gmail.com. So today, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. I'm sure that everybody has probably some uh, New Year's resolutions. Maybe even some of you may be even thinking about, you know, um, prom and things of that sort coming up and, you know, colleges you're going to go to and all those types of different things. But I know it's a little late, but Happy New Year. Hope everyone had a great New Year and a Merry Christmas. So my, I'm just going to say my New Year's resolution is that I wanted to come into 2024 and to start a deeper relationship with God. And you guys are going to walk through it with me. So some of these things as I learn, I'm going to teach you. Um, so I want you to also have a more deeper relationship and understanding of who God is. So I'm going to walk you through all the characteristics of our Heavenly Father with Scripture. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first characteristic of God is love. And you probably already know that. Because I'm sure you have heard, For God so loved the world that he gave his only one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You can find that in John chapter 3, verse 16. That's what we think about this, though. Could you imagine sacrificing something that you love with all your heart because the sin of mankind. I mean, he loves us all so much that he sent his son to die on a cross so that we are able to commune with God. When God looks at us, he doesn't see our sin. He actually sees Jesus who lives within us. If we read Romans chapter 3, verse 23, says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says that God made him who had no sin, which is Jesus, to be a sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Because of God's love and Jesus' sacrifice, we are able to grow closer and closer to our Heavenly Father. Not only, not only does God love us unconditionally, but we are also called to love one another and love ourselves. In Matthew 22, verse 39 says, love your neighbor as yourself. So for some of us, this can be like really hard with some people. People are just very mean. Um, It's not really the person that's mean. It's the spirit within the person. And through these, um, these episodes, you know, I will go in and talk to you about these different types of behaviors that kids have. Like, and, and, and how some people react because of the spirit that's in them. It's not them. So we have to keep that in mind. Um, for some of us, it could even be hard to pray for that person who did us wrong. But we are also called to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay, so Mark 12, verse 30. You can find that. We are to literally run toward him and spend time with him daily. 
find a quiet spot, be alone with him. I know how busy the world is and um, I have teenagers myself, so I know how busy life can be, especially with school and extracurricular activities and all things. But even 10 minutes of your time every day, that's five to 10 minutes. Okay, so the next characteristic of God is his mercy. In the book of Psalms 103, uh, verses 8 through 14, we read, The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is a great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sin as far from us as the east from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows that we are weak. He remembers we are only dust. So this is a beautiful description of God's mercy and compassion towards towards humankind. Where we live in a world right now where people blame God for everything that goes wrong in, in our lives, in the world, but it isn't his fault. <laughs> we serve a big God, yet he still gives us free will to do as we wish on this earth, and then judgment comes when we die. Now, not saying that he can't correct us. Yes, he will definitely correct us. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't correct us. Okay, so as, as followers of Christ, we are called to show the same mercy to others in our lives. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Mm. This means that we are not only recipients of God's mercy, but also bearers of his mercy to others. This may be hard because someone may be bullying you at school. But Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, 44, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So, we love and pray for any bully or anybody that does this wrong. But we cannot continue to tolerate it. Okay, there's a difference in loving someone and uh, praying for them. But that does not mean that we should be tolerating certain behaviors that are affecting us. Sometimes even the most loved person we have to keep our distance from because they hurt us more than they help us. Okay. So the next character, characteristic of God is omnipotent. What does that mean? Well, that means that God has the ability to do anything as long as it's in harmony with his nature. This means God does not do anything outside of who he is. The Bible tells us that in the same, he's the same today, yesterday, and forever. In Psalm 147, 5 says, Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. There is no way for us human beings, I just, not for me, would be able to understand. As Apostle Paul emphasized that the attributes 
in Romans 1.20, stating, For his invisible attributes, namely his internal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. God is able to do things beyond human limitations. We see a wonderful example in Exodus 14, 21 through 22, an example of God's power when he parted the Red Sea. And just as I spoke earlier about God being blamed for all the bad in the world, but really he chooses to use his omnipotence for a good and for salvation. So the next characteristic of God is he is immutable. And this is what I was referring to earlier because immutable means he never changes. This concept says that God is internal, meaning his character is truth, his ways and his purposes remain constant, regardless of circumstances or time. In Malachi 3.6, it says, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. This passage implies God's steadfastness and unwavering commitment to his promises. This means that no matter what happens in the world, God loves you, me, and everyone consistently. He will always be there protecting and guiding us through difficult times. Next characteristic we have is just. Okay, So throughout scripture, God keeps confirming how he is and and this really is evident in Deuteronomy 32.4, where he says, He is the rock. He, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright he is. This verse really explains how God is fair in judgment. He has divine justice. Not like we see here on this planet where we're judged by our hair, we're judged about our weight, we we're, we're have all these judgments passed against us when we are a reflection of Christ. Okay, so the last two characteristics is holy and eternal, okay? God's holiness is a very distinctive characteristic because it sets him apart from his creation. However, in Leviticus 19, two states, speak to all the congregation of the sons of Israel and say to them, you shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Okay? Not only is being holy a part of God's nature, but it's also a standard he sets for all of us. We can do this by obeying the word of God and his commandments, striving to be Christ-like in our daily lives. Okay, this doesn't happen overnight. There's a thing that's called sanctification, and that means that you're growing. You're growing in the Lord daily. It's a lifelong journey. Okay, so don't think it should happen overnight. Um, Then we can pray, read our Bibles daily, setting aside a quiet time. It's about wanting to be who God wants you to be and building a relationship with him. The last one, the last characteristic, okay? This one really got me because, see, me being human, this is one thing I could never truly understand. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way. But eternal, 
is another characteristic of God. In Psalms 90, verse 2 says, Before the mountains were born, or you brought for the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. This passage states that God has always been there. He has always existed and always will exist. Just like us. Because one day, each of us, we will be going to heaven and we'll be there for eternity. We'll never die. We'll always be there. We will exist like God exists. But that is all for this episode today. So I want to invite you all to go. And uh, if you have any questions, you can email me. And I will drop that uh, email address in, in the bottom. And um, you can make any suggestions. Um, just anything. Ask me anything. Ask away. I mean, I'm, I'm here for you guys. This is what the Lord wants me to do. He wants me to help spread the word of God. He wants me to help you break generational curses, be a bloodline breaker, okay? And that's what I'm going to help you to do through what he has made known to me and um, what he's instilled into me. I'm going to instill into you. So until next time, I will talk to you soon.